Welcome back to the Nassau County Libertarian Party Podcast. Thanks for tuning in again. I am Kevin Wormhold, the Nassau County Libertarian Party Communications Director. Today, we have a great podcast ahead. I will be joined by Jonathan Gunther, who is running as a Libertarian for the 15th Legislative District. We're going to discuss things like taxation, infrastructure, legalization of drugs, and minimum wage, which are some of his core campaign issues that he's running on. Um, this will be the first interview that we do on this podcast. So this is the fourth episode. This is the first time we're introducing an interview, and we're going to be doing it uh, via Skype. So the sound quality, I hope it comes in good. Um, but first, before we get to that, I just want to go over a couple things. The New York State Convention is May 4th and 5th in Rochester. Um, the venue has not changed. It's going to, I think it's $95 if you're uh, staying at the hotel where the convention's being held. You can get all the information on lpny.org. And um, if you're going, uh, great. I certainly encourage you to go if you're looking to get involved with the Libertarian Party, run as a candidate, especially if you're running as a candidate. You should be up there networking meeting people, you know, and if you are a person that listens to this podcast and you are a candidate, reach out to me. I'd love to do an interview, get you on the podcast. Okay. Um, if you are interested in running for office here in Nassau County, we are still looking for people to run for certain districts. Jonathan is going to be running for the 15th legislative district. Um, we have not officially vetted him yet, but he is a possible candidate. And we're going to listen in and uh, see what some of his policies are in a little bit. So if you're interested, join uh, joining the Nassau County Libertarian Party or just looking to donate uh, to the party or to the cause and you don't want to get too involved, you could go to our website, which is uh, NassauCounty.org. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And also, I post a lot of Libertarian stuff that we're doing uh, for Nassau County on my Twitter feed, which is at K-E-V-W-A-R-M-H-O-L-D, at Kev Wormhold. That is my twi Twitter feed. You can follow me there, and I will get you the information you need. Just send me an instant message. Not a problem. All right, so now I don't want to spend too much time. I want to break for the advertisement, and then we're going to get into the interview with Jonathan Gunther uh, from Levittown, who is running for the 15th Legislative District. All right, guys, so just stand by for the uh, advertisement, and we'll get into it. Welcome back to the podcast. I am here joined by Jonathan Gunther. He is my guest today who is running for the 15th Legislative District of Nassau County. John is from Levittown and a longtime resident of the 15th District. He is running as a Libertarian candidate and seeking the endorsement of the Nassau County Libertarian Party. The election is November 5th, 2019. John is a strong advocate for Libertarian principles and is seeking to spread the party's ideas here on Long Island. This is the first time John is seeking political office, and he is looking to become the first elected Libertarian to Nassau County Legislator. John, how are you? Thank you for joining us here on the podcast. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you for having me, and I'm happy to be here, happy to talk about the new ideas that we need in Nassau County. Um, it's a nice day now. I see the sun coming up, and I'm, you know, I'm ready to talk. Awesome. That's awesome. Uh, what inspired you to run for Nassau County legislator to start with? Well, I think of how Nassau County, even just New York in general, how government has too much power, has too much control over our, over our lives. 
whether it's the smallest thing, like a law that stops the usage and selling of sparkling devices, sparklers, or something big like the tax burdens and regulations that are on the people and businesses in NASA. You know, so liberty has to be defended across the board, no matter how big, how small. I think Nassau County is a good place to start. It's a good place to show the state. Uh, it's a good place to show the whole country that what liberty ideas can bring and how they can change and make things better for everyone. You know, that's, that's the idea, the liberty idea. Well, some of the uh, most important issues that uh, you're, you have been campaigning are taxes, infrastructure, drug legalization, and minimum wage. So I'm going to jump right into uh, taxes. And with the recent tax reassessment hitting many Nassau residents in their pocket negatively, what would you do as legislator to relieve the tax burden? Well, in my own utopia, I would, you know, I'd rather have, you know, get rid of the whole property tax altogether, where reassessment should only be done when someone sells a property, not when government decides. Um, and then um, I would, you know, to get to that to that area, I would start transitioning to lessening the tax burden by lowering um, property taxes. Um, people may ask, well, if we start lowering property taxes, um, how are we going to have money to spend for infrastructure or services? Well, there's lots of things that could be done to balance that out. Um, some of the things that could be done would uh, benefit both would be uh, and the wasteful spending. Government spends a lot of money usually wastes it on, you know, wasteful infrastructure where they could be getting it cheaper by privatizing or even, um, you know, services. Services, they spend a lot of money on services in Nassau County. We could start getting rid of some of that wasteful spending so we can lessen the tax burden on the people. I think we need to start transitioning into privatizing things and get rid of wasteful spending so we can, so government could stop having a reason to put more and more taxes on the people of Nassau County. So those are some of the ideas we can start doing and start transitioning into it. But overall, I want to get rid of property tax altogether, but we can start by lowering it right now and get to that point where we can get rid of it altogether. So that's what I want to start heading towards. And I think a good example you just brought up is privatizing. Uh, an example of what Nassau did is probably about five, ten years ago now with the bus company. Uh, being privatized to now it's nice. It's called nice N I C E, and uh, you know the bus company was privatized and it saved Nassau County a lot of money. So, um, but with taxing, it taxing is just it just never ceases to go up here in Nassau County, and that's always an issue that we have to face. And another tax issue which is being discussed lately is the plastic bag tax, which is a tax passed on to the consumer. Once again, the consumer is getting screwed here. How would you solve this impending problem? with the plastic you, bag tax that they're talking about. You know, you, you look at NASA and you see they have the taxes on bags. Everywhere you go in Suffolk County, you have to pay, what, was it five, ten cents for a bag? People get really mad at that. I work at, one of my jobs right now is Best Buy. Um, people come in every day, they always ask me, do I have to pay for a bag? Do I have to pay the extra money for a bag? And they're always mad that, you know, that's maybe coming to Nassau. That's all they think about is coming to Nassau. Eventually, we're going to start having to pay for bags. I don't want that. I don't think that we should be paying for things like that. Be just a bag for the sake of, um, for sake of um, the, the um, sorry, not the economy, but the um, eco, you know, the ecosystem. Um, 
they think they're using they're using the whole uh uh scare of the environment yeah on this tax when it's really just a tax on the on the consumer again to generate more revenue for the state yes that's that's true they they say hey bags are polluting our oceans they're destroying the environment which Um, they are but it's not the reason for the tax it's not the reason for the tax and on that point there's so many other ways to solve those problems without having to put more of a burden on people in Nassau County. We don't need to be charging people for bags just because of that. There's other ways we can solve those problems. So we don't want to put more burden on people in Nassau County by charging them for plastic bags. It's just, it's a ridiculous law law altogether. We don't don't want that. Suffolk County, people are mad about it. We don't want that coming in Nassau because Nassau County, people are going to get mad about it and they're not going to be too happy for that happening here. So we definitely don't want that happening. Right. And libertarians believe taxation is theft to begin with. So, like, why should government take a percentage of your hard-earned money? Obviously, in today's day and age, with all the current entitlement programs, you just can't get rid of all the taxes at the snap of a finger. I mean, first, entitlements need to be fixed, budgets balanced, and government shrunk down in size. Then, and only then, could we debate about reducing taxes. But we can't even get there because we keep on adding on Stupid taxes like the plastic bag law. Yeah, yeah. The first thing we have to do is stop stupid laws that are coming in, like the bag law. Uh, stop things like that. You know, start at one point and start transitioning into where we can get rid of that tax burden on people by getting, you know, solving all those other problems, like you said, balancing the budget, things like that. Um, we can transition into that. It takes time, but that's the idea. You know, give more liberty to people get rid of uh, taxation on people here in Nassau County because it kills them. I mean, you know, New York is one of the most taxed places in the country, and that hurts us in Nassau County. It's very difficult to to, to raise a family here in Nassau County because Uh, of the tax burden. uh, I I, I lived in, I moved to Florida. I lived in Levittown most of my life, Nassau County. I moved to Florida um, when I was in high school and then eventually moved back when I was 17 on my own. Let me tell you, it was very hard to pay for things, living on your own, working one job at the time, you know, building up my skill level and eventually getting the job I have now. You know, it's very hard with all these taxes and all these things that to pay for, you know, you know, um, inspections and registrations, all those types of things. It's such a burden on a person in Nassau County. It's hard to live here because of that. People are leaving the county people are leaving the state because of it i mean my parents the retired new york city police officers they moved to florida they got out of new york way too much money here they left that's taking one of the their pensions why and spending it elsewhere taking that good yes. new york tax money and spending that's, it in other places that's, that's, that's right now when we discuss less taxes and smaller government because that's always something that libertarians advocate for but there's you know issues with infrastructure and education here in Nassau county so with focusing on infrastructure john how does Nassau County take care of its infrastructure with less money in their pocket? What is your libertarian solution for infrastructure? Uh, privatizing infrastructure. Um, this county has some streets are owned by the state, but there are a lot of streets and roads that are owned by the county. Now we can start leasing off those streets and those roads to private businesses, you know, where two businesses or a couple businesses could have some competition to, um, we can give a lease out to one of them, whoever you know, we think is the best. Uh, now, I think do. what you're discussing is naming yeah. rights, basically, for yeah. uh, for marketing for the businesses that uh, are in the area. 
Yeah, of course. Yep, naming rights and you know leasing those streets and letting those private businesses take care of them because we all know that government just wastes um, wastes money on infrastructure. A private business could take care of a street or a road a lot better than government. I, I think, think at a lower a, um, cost if you if you put yeah. it out there for for a fair a fair and transparent bidding process. I think you're on with the uh, infrastructure and privatization. Yeah, I mean, I mean there's, I'm going to paraphrase a Milton Friedman quote. I mean, I'm going to paraphrase. This is one of his quotes. No one takes care of their own property better than themselves, meaning a private business will take care of their property, which obviously would be the road or the street, better than government can. It's just, you know, they it's their private property. They want to make the profit, so they're going to take care. They have the incentive to take right. care of it the best they can possibly can. When you have government, they don't have that incentive that private business has. They don't, you know, they don't care if it's crumbling down a little bit. We'll take care of it in a year or two or three. A private business will take care of it right away. Look at Domino's. Domino's fixed potholes on their own. Um, right. They didn't need well, government. To yeah, take they want to make sure people could get to the business so they could generate money and that people could be employed and people could get to and from their business. And it, and, and it really does make sense. But I think government being in its greedy nature uh, likes to uh, retain as much money as possible for its own special projects. You know, another issue that we have here in Nassau County, um, a major issue, is the opioid and heroin heroin crisis. Uh, many Nassau residents see their families seriously affected by this issue, which includes many deaths of their fa fellow family members as a result of drugs. Uh, is the first step to ad addressing this crisis the legislation that has been sitting on Governor Cuomo's desk in Albany, uh, for some time now, uh, just starting with decriminalizing marijuana. Yeah, decriminalization, uh, uh, legalization is key. We all know that prohibition never works. I mean, we look at alcohol in the early 1900s. Um, we saw that that didn't work. There was more crime. There was more deaths because of it. When they started legalizing it, there was less of that. I mean, you can look at Portugal. Portugal legalized all drugs in 2001, and they had a decrease in diseases like HIV. Um, their economy got better. Uh, there was less crime, less homicides. You know, which all is these amazing. Positive, <laughs> which, is, which is amazing. You know, um, people don't, don't like to hear, well, not all people, but there are people that don't like the idea of legalization. They think that, you know, it'll make things worse. And you know, Nassau County is definitely one of the biggest places, you know, for the drug problem. I had a you know, I've had friends that died off of heroin overdoses. Do I think they'd be alive today because of uh, legalization? Yes, yes, I do. Um, but definitely the marijuana. Como has that on his desk. He, all he needs to do is sign it, make that legalization happen, and I think it will be a lot better. Um, I, I want to transition. My utopia is having all drugs legal, marijuana, heroin, cocaine, whatever. Um, we can start by marijuana and transitioning over time. Uh, that's what I want to do. I think that's uh, a better idea than just throwing people in jail, uh, criminalizing people for personal. You know, government treats these things as crimes, and they don't treat them as personal habits. They don't treat them as medical problems. That's what we need to treat it as. And um, one of the other things is, as we're transitioning into legalizing marijuana. Um, we can decriminalize it by instead of just, you know, Nassau County, those people in jail, gives them tickets, whatever. Instead of doing that, 
you know, we could maybe do have people do uh, community service. You know, instead of a young kid getting thrown in jail, ruining his life, or getting fined a ton of money, maybe have him do some community service and keep it off his record. You know, something in that general area we can work, work towards. Is this something that we could achieve without more government spending and uh, the use of private charities and private organizations that uh, deal with this? Yeah, it's, I think. I think so. I mean, I think, um, you know, you look at things like GoFundMe on Facebook or social medias. There are places where we can go to donate where we, we don't need government to forcefully take money from us and do it for us. People are good enough, I think, that they will donate on their own. And, you know, you, examples like GoFundMe, you see someone that gets hurt or someone that's a drug addict or something you people put down on Facebook, they have a GoFundMe for it, and you see thousands of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars by charity, by people's free will, um, put up to these things, and people get taken care of. You know, you're not, they're not waiting on government to take care of them. They get taken care of probably a lot faster than, you know, government would ever. So having a kid wait in the, you know, in the hospital of a drug overdose for hours, um, I think a charity would, uh, fix all that problem a lot faster than government would. So <clears throat> one more thing I want to get on to here uh, before I let you go is uh, minimum wage, something that we're always discussing these days. It seems like everybody wants to raise it to $15 an hour. So let's tackle minimum wage. For those listeners who don't know, libertarians believe that the free market without government intervention will bring the highest levels of prosperity to all who participate in the process. Removing government from choosing the winners and losers based on the party who holds the most seats in whether the Congress or local government uh, seems to hold the power of how um, the rules are set in, uh, in, the, in the market. So lobbyists intervene and push their agenda and dictate what they want, including the wage issue. Are you for or against minimum wage, and how can you... Pro, uh, how can your approach ensure that people are satisfied receiving a worthy salary for their hard work? Well, I'm definitely against the minimum wage. It only hurts people. The minimum wage is very discriminative towards the less skilled people. The minimum wage, it sounds good. It sounds like it has good intentions, but it doesn't work. We should really ask ourselves what are the effects of the minimum wage. What does the minimum wage actually do? And now the Nassau County minimum wage is, I think, about $12 right now. Eventually, it will go up over time, but we need to get rid of minimum wage altogether. What it does, the minimum wage does, is say they start raising it to $15 an hour in Nassau County. Jobs are going to start cutting people because they're already taxed and regulated so much that a higher minimum wage is going to burden them even more. So what will they do? They need to cut expenses. So they'll start cutting the less skilled people, and they'll start keeping the higher skilled people. But who are those less skilled people? Those less skilled people are people who uh, live in cruddy neighborhoods, usually from poorer areas, from bad schools. The younger, you know, younger people like teens, those are the less skilled people. So those are the people who really get hit the most. Um, right. Yeah, so... Te people, teenagers, people say, teenagers, it's hard for teenagers to even find employment these days because who wants to pay a teenager $12 an hour when it could pay a 25-year-old guy $25 an hour. Therefore, the teen does not enter the work market until he's in his 20s and has less competitive advantage. 
Yes, well, well, people people will argue. There will be people who argue. Well, if there's no minimum wage, then a business may only pay someone two dollars an hour, three dollars an hour. Um, I find that a fallacy. I think most businesses in general pay over the minimum wage anyway. But when they have that argument, it's a fallacy to have an argument like that because those people that would have got paid four or five, six dollars an hour would have never had a job in the first place because minimum wage is so high and they would have been cut. They're the less skilled workers. So right. they would have and never the, had a and job the, in the And the place. business owners also have to balance their books. They know what what room they have to hire, what personnel, and where they could fit it in and keep pricing down because you raise the minimum wage up to $15 an hour, you're going to be spending about $7 for a slice of pizza here in New York and especially Nassau County, as expensive as it is. So last part I want to get up with you is um, a rapid-fire session. Uh, I got five questions, short one-word answers I'm just looking for. Are you a Jets or a Giants fan? First question. Uh, more of a Giants, but I'm not going to lie, I don't watch sports too much. It's not my okay. full thing. All right. Uh, the right to bear arms. Do you Are you for uh, or against the right to bear arms? I'm for, I'm for a constitutional carry. We have in our constitutional second, uh, constitution, the Second Amendment tells us we have the right to bear arms, and that has to be protected at all times, no matter what. Thank you. And uh, should you need a license to walk a dog? Because that is something that we have here in New York, sad as that is. For, uh, for we, uh, no, we have a lot of licenses like that, and they're just absolutely ridiculous. It, it does not help people at all. We got to get rid of that. Anything like that has to be gone. Are you for or against the Green New Deal? Definitely something I am against. I am it's just wasteful, stupid ideas that I don't think will ever work. And do you think it's a good idea for New York State government to subsidize college tuition? See, what we need to do is, I think Larry, everyone knows who Larry Sharp is. He had some good ideas of, you know, changing how schooling works. Me, I'm more for privatizing school. I'd rather have the counties um, take care of it more than the state government. So, you know, I'm definitely not for bigger government in schools. All right. Well, I appreciate you coming on, John. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, he is John Gunther, and he is running for Nassau County Legislator in the 15th District. He is a libertarian seeking the endorsement from the Libertarian Party in Nassau County. John, I give you the last word. Tell everybody how they can follow you and keep up to date with your campaign. Uh, any social media, anything that they can follow you on to uh, stay up to date. Yep. Well, I have a, uh, a Facebook page, John Gunther for County Legislator. District 15. You can look me up. You can follow and share, support my posts, share my posts. Follow me there. You could also follow me on Instagram. Um, and then you also you also could follow the Nassau County Libertarian Party in general and all their uh, social medias, which I'll be connected to those too. So right now, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You can follow those. Share my posts. Share the Liberty Idea. And then uh, you know, message me. I'm ready to talk to anyone. One that wants to talk to, you can message me directly if you have questions, and uh, I'm happy to speak to you in the future. All right. Thanks again, John. And in closing, everybody, thank you for tuning in to the podcast. I hope you tune in next time. And uh, stay free and preserve liberty. Yeah.